welcome to the nerd party. Maximum warp. Punch it. Punch it. Punch it, Bishop. Punch it. Punch that shit. Let's punch it. Hello, everybody. This is Punch It, episode 17. I'm Tristan Riddell, and with me, as always, is... Charlene Schmidt. Charlene, it is good to be back, because I have been gone for a couple weeks now, and uh, what did I miss? <laughs> you missed a fantastic talk with my husband, uh, where we talked Beavis and Butthead, which I know you have no interest in ever doing, which is why we did it, and I feel like we did a very good job, and then also, I talked with SETI Alpha 3's very own Philip Gilfus about the intricacies of writing Babylon 5, and that really pumped me up because we will carry over that conversation over to Filibuster, where we will review every season as we go with our rewatch. And we are getting close to finishing the end of the first season. That will be coming up very soon. Now, that said, it's good to have you back. I missed you. I missed you too. It's, it's it's really great to be back because you and I have, even though we haven't been podcasting together, we've still been talking and texting and everything like that because we're friends. Of and it was funny because just the other day when, we're, when we were talking about what we were going to do this week and picking it back up, I made the realization, I was like, wow, in the past four or five years that you and I have been podcasting together, we have never gone this long without podcasting with each other. We've taken a week off here and there. We've maybe, I don't think we, we've taken some holidays off and, and everything like that, but I don't think we've ever taken more than two weeks off in a row from each other. No, this is the very first time that's happened in, and I cannot believe it's been something like five years. <laughs> have we really been doing this that long? Oh my gosh. But yes, we have. But you know what? If there was ever to be a reason for a prolonged absence, this was a very good reason because I had the wonderful luxury, and I'm sorry, this is bad podcasting, but I've, I'm just so tickled over the moment. I have to share it. I got to see baby Riddell, you guys, and she is adorable. <laughs> She's just a sweet little thing of a baby, you know. She looks like the little doll. <laughs> she, she is very much in doll form right now. And for those of you who have been following me online on Twitter, at the Insane Robin, uh, some of you have a little bit of the story of what happened. It's kind of dramatic, but she's home. She's healthy, and she's good, and we're good. Everything's good. The girl is good. But if you guys want a full update, you can listen to our latest episode of Nerd Nuptial by going to the nerdparty.com slash nerdnuptial and checking it out from there. And uh, that'll give you a, 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 a big chunk of the story and an understanding of what's going on. Now, Char, even though I wasn't here, I did listen to the episodes. I listened to Punch It. Oh, you did? Oh, good. And it's it's really funny because, like you said, I you <laughs> you you once talked to me and said like we should do Beavis and Butthead, and I said no, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like why? <laughs> like like fine, screw you. I'm gonna do it with my husband then. And uh, yes. what's really funny is in the first episode that you talked about of Beavis and Butthead was the only episode I've seen. Oh really? Seriously, like I've seen I've seen a handful of clips and I've seen one full episode and the full episode that I've seen was Pregnant Pause where Beavis thought he was pregnant because oh my god, you can get yourself pregnant? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just thought that was so funny that that's the first thing you talk about. I'm just like, "Of course, that's the one that I've seen." 
<laughs> How strange is that? And it's also my husband's favorite episode. If anything, if you had to see any episode, I'm glad you saw that one. It really is one of the best. And Patrick did a fantastic job. I mean, he should come on again. You should do filibusters with him in the future. Okay, well, we'll keep that in mind for the future, and I'll pass on the compliment. Please do, please do. All right. Well, folks, the wait is over. Uh, your Punch It team is together again. Triumphant return! We're also doing a part two of something that we started a couple of weeks ago. Actually, well, sort of a part two. It's kind of a continuation, kind of an offshoot, kind of a tangent. Think of it as another story in the life that is Lieutenant J. Yes. And uh, if you remember, what we did was Lieutenant J is that background character that you know, you love, and whether you recognize the name or not, you know that you've seen her if you have seen Star Trek The Next Generation. She is the one with a very interesting uh, haircut. It's kind of a... Uh, faux hawk. I don't want to say mohawk, but like, yeah, like kind of like a faux hawk type deal. And she's everywhere. She's awesome. And uh, I personally love the character. I have a lot of headcanons <laughs> about the character. And we just talked about kind of, like her backstory about how she had Starfleet parents. She moved from base to base. And she went and studied species relations and as well as anthro not anthropology. Um No, that was a hobby. She was into more kind of like intergalactic diplomacy, but then switched career go. tracks to include more engineering type stuff. Right, right. And now I'm channeling Carl Sagan. I don't know why. <laughs> billions and billions. If you weren't gonna say it, I was. So, yeah, so that, it, it, that's just uh, – everybody should go back and listen to it. It's a, it's a really fun episode. We had a lot of fun doing it. But we ended the episode saying that we were going to continue the story because I have had it in my head for a very long time. Ever since the episode Schisms in Season 6 that Captain Picard and Lieutenant J had a secret but tawdry love affair. How interesting is this? I mean, I knew you had an idea, but I had no idea it went back that far yeah. and that long. Wow. Ooh, okay. My curiosity is peaked. And here's the thing is I've got a kernel of an idea too about where exactly this romance is going to go because that's what we're going to do today essentially is we are going to write about this romance that... Captain Picard and Lieutenant J had, however it existed. And so, as you said earlier, this is a bit of a continuation. It's also its new thing. It's a little bit of both. And uh, <laughs> we were planning on doing it straight away right after that last episode, but then baby Riddell decided to come. And so we are, I feel like we're catching up and we're finally getting on track. It's true. It's true. And in regards to this relationship, because we ended the episode with the idea that when Jay first came on board, she goes to the, the captain's ready room, which is customary when you're a new officer and it's the first time on the ship, you go and you meet the captain. You introduce yourself. You say, you know, like, hey, I'm the person such and such and uh, it's great to work with you, blah, blah, blah. And in that scene, we uh, we saw some sparks, you know, where they, where they started, they struck up a conversation where it wasn't all just duty and everything like that. They clearly had a chemistry and he was very much intrigued by her because she's like one of her hobbies is anthropology and archaeology and things like that. And so it was uh, obviously Picard was interested in nothing weird happened there. It was just like, oh, cool. It's you noticed that there was a connection. 
Yeah, they geeked out a little bit. And I think the story that we came up with was she recognized an artifact that Picard had in his ready room and he was intrigued. Oh, you know about this? And so they had this fantastic deep conversation about some sort of archaeological artifact. And that is what started their bond. So we're going to take it from there. Now, I am itching to know what your idea is because it better be a good one. <laughs> In my brain, when it comes to shipping characters who have never really had that romance on screen, it goes Chakotay and Janeway <laughs> and then yep. Captain Picard and Jay. Like that Whoa. that is where it is in my brain. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is high up. Pressure is on. Wow. I this is another thing I did not know. Okay, so Here's the thing, Tristan, is it's not necessarily a specific idea. I have kind of an umbrella for how we can structure the story, and then we can fill in the details in between. So do you just want me to pitch what I've got? Go for it. Okay, so what I'm thinking is, is I don't want Jay and Picard to have necessarily a direct romance. I want it to be one of those things where if in another life, a different situation, yeah, maybe we could do this, but you know what? Right now, with this as things are right now, with him as the captain of the ship and maybe just being as they are in general, this isn't going to work. But they had some time together. And what I'm thinking is, is maybe they had some sort of experience on an away mission or something <laughs> or just some sort of circumstance where they were maybe in a very intimate setting, maybe maybe in some sort of alternate dimension maybe they were uh, <laughs> mind controlled there's a lot of ways we could go through it uh, and i did not pick any which one because i thought we could explore several if any of them piqued your interest or not and the thing is is maybe they have that very intimate experience together but then when they come back to real life we can't do this i kind of had something similar where i, I think we can definitely build off of that because in my mind, what I wanted to do was I wanted to build it up at the beginning. Like, so let's let's just craft an episode. Let's say that this is an episode of TNG. Okay. I think that will make it the easiest on us. Agreed. Where, you know, instead of like plotting out this entire long thing, you know, like we can we can do a self-contained story. And so this is an episode of TNG. One thing that I was thinking is that we build up to it where we show the beginnings of something like maybe in the first act or the second act of the episode. And then they go on that away message, uh, away mission because we see Lieutenant J fly the ship. I mean, she she works on operations and then later on we see her fly the ship. I don't know if we see it in TNG or if we see it in Generations, one of the two first, I can't remember. But let's just say that she she knows how, okay? Okay. And so for some reason, you know, like cuz we see this all the time where like I mean like Wesley once flew Picard around and like we see two people uh, away missions all the time. So what if they did something like that? So yeah, until we get there, let's build it up first. So, but you and I can determine what's going to happen in that away mission. Are they going to crash? Are they going to have to survive on a desolate planet? Are they going to get <laughs> captured? Are they going to have a first contact are, you know, like right. what's going to go on? So like, let's, let's figure that out. A lot of options. Okay. I want to vote down two things right off the bat, just because they've been done before. And it's way too reminiscent of other things that we've seen. Shuttle crash and okay. stranded on a planet. All right. Because Janeway and Chakotay had that well covered. That's true. 
<laughs> so uh, let's give them a more unique experience, whatever this may be. I do like the idea of them maybe getting captured and being un put under mind control, maybe with a sprinkling of first contact. Maybe this is a new species. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Well, I don't know if I'm digging on the mind control because... At the beginning of the episode, I want to show that it's there. That relationship is there. At least that friendship is there. That common ground. And we know that both parties are interested. Mm -hmm. And in this uh, situation, maybe things go too far or they almost go too far. Or maybe things went too far on the Enterprise and they decided to break it off. But then all of a sudden they had to <laughs> go on an away mission together. And, no. and things got super awkward. I don't really like that idea either, just because we saw Picard do that with, what was her name, Lieutenant Commander Darren, where they took things a little too far, and then he, the burden of command was, he just couldn't balance a relationship with that, and they decided no. Well, that one was different because they weren't on the away mission together. Yeah. She was on an away mission, and he had a hard time because he had to make decisions that could affect her life, so... Actually, let's maybe we should get rid of the away mission. Wait, maybe we should get rid of the the shuttle because maybe that's a little bit too reminiscent of Darren, Lieutenant Darren. Okay, idea. Maybe they are just going out together on a shuttle for fun, maybe for some sort of archaeology related thing. That's what's bringing them together. Let's just Okay. You know, maybe they discover some ancient artifact on X planet that belongs to this civilization. And they're going to, I mean, they're in close proximity, so the Enterprise is in no hurry right now. They're going to go down and they're going to check it out because why not? They can take a couple days of shore leave. Okay, I like this idea. I, li I like this idea a lot because we've never, we never really saw TNG do shore leave. I mean, we saw Riker and Troy do some shore leave on Beta Z, but... And Ryza. You know, but nothing really that great. I mean, like, we saw Picard do Ryza and everything like that, so... Let's go down this path. We have the goal. We have the idea. So let's just... And whatever happens, happens along the way. So let's go ahead and start. We're, like, we got the whiteboard going here. <laughs> We're post-schisms. So this is season six-ish? Uh, yeah. This, I think this has to be season six because we want to establish that they've been around each other for a, for a long time now. So this is... I think Jay first came on board around season four. That sounds about right. And so we're season six, we're two years in, and what's going on here? Like, where is Picard? What is he doing? Where are they meeting up? Well, aren't they taking a shuttle together? I, we need to work up to that, I think. We, we need to establish what's going on first in the episode, because we, we got to build up to that. Like, oh, okay. are we just saying, like, uh, maybe we just open with Captain Picard giving his, uh, his log, saying, hey, you know, we're, we're on such and such planet. Everybody's uh, taking some much-needed shore leave. I, however... I'm going to stay behind. Maybe so. We could do that because Picard is a little stubborn about shore leave. That makes some sense. So how about this? What if Jay approaches Captain Picard about this? Look, over on the star system over next door, they just unveiled this thing. Do you want to come check it out with me? I was thinking of taking my mm -hmm. days of shore leave to go do that. And he's far too intrigued to say no. Okay, I, I like that. So we hear Captain Picard's log and we see him walking down. Riker stops him and says like, hey, are you sure, you know, we can't, maybe Riker and Troy find him in the, in the, in the hallway, the corridor. They say like, are you sure we can't twist your arm to come down? And he said, he's like, no, there's really nothing there for me to do. You know, like, that's so fine. And 
Right. He's not going to go skiing, doesn't really care too much about going yeah. to the beach. You're not going to convince him to do anything. And so as he's walking down the corridor, corridor, the turbo lift opens up and it's Lieutenant J. And Captain Picard is very pleased to see her. The camera is on his face. Like, we see her face. She smiles. We see his face. He smiles. And so right off the bat, this is not just uh, the captain nodding his head saying, hello, crewman. You know, nothing like that. Right. Yes. I really like that because it establishes that they have something of a friendship going on at this point and they are pleased to see each other. Yes, very much so. And so he calls her by name and says like, Lieutenant J, how are you doing? It's been a while since I've seen you. And she's like, yeah, it, it has been a while. I mean, uh, I think the, the last time we saw each other was uh, uh, two weeks ago at uh, the such and such gala or something like that or like or i don't know like some sort of a data's poetry reading <laughs> there you go yeah yeah like um oh ooh, okay maybe it can we can go back to that where a little bit where lieutenant J says like yeah i haven't seen you since you convinced me to go to data's poetry reading oh i like that yeah so you know what now this is her turn to push him into doing something yes <laughs> and so they're writing it together and uh she she asks him hey are you gonna are you going down to the planet? He said, he's like, no, no, I, there's, there's really nothing for me there. And, um, Ooh, he asks her plans and she's, and then she is so excited. She's so giddy. I just found out about such and such on the next star system over. And I'm going to take off at 1500 later today. And then she, it occurs to her, maybe you ought to come with me. If you're not going down to the other planet. Hey, Captain Picard, huh? Let me tweak that just a little bit. Okay. What you got? What you got? So what what I'm thinking is, is that she asks him, he says nothing, and then there's a little bit of silence, and he asks her, and then she says, she's like, well, what I want to do is, like, we're, it just a, a few systems over is this really awesome planet. It, it has a really rich culture. They, there was just a dig excavation. They're, you know, revealing some of the finds just now. But like, and she kind of trails off, and he's like, "But what?" He's like, "That sounds amazing." She's like, "Well, I couldn't get a shuttle requisition in order to get over there." Ooh. Jay knows what she's doing. She knows he can help her. She says something to the effect of, "You convince me to to go to Data's poetry reading. Maybe I can convince you to uh, come with me to this planet." But then again, you know, we wouldn't have a shuttle. Captain's yacht. Exactly. That's where I was going. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. And yeah, so oh, I love oh here's the idea. Here's the idea. All the shuttles are being used to maybe go back and forth because for whatever reason they can't transport everybody. Some weird techie tech thing. They've got to go use shuttles. Or something like that. Yeah. All the shuttles are active. They're being busy. She missed out, but they're still the captain's yacht. That is exactly where I was going. Where I love it. There's this long pause. She starts to smirk and look away. He's looking in the opposite direction. It suddenly comes to him and he's like you know, that sounds really great. And it just so happens that I have a yacht. <laughs> and and she's just, oh, really? Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's, yeah, she's like, I, I completely forgot about the caption shot. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure that you did. And <laughs> uh, yes, I love this idea too of them having a little bit of playful banter. Yeah. So they have that back and forth. They both know what they're talking about. But it, it's it's interesting because all of a sudden, they're really chummy. They're laughing. They're smiling. And the audience is like, whoa, this is a really flirty Captain Picard. And then yeah. all of a sudden the smile goes away and he goes, it would be nice to have a colleague go with me. He kind of downgrades it just a little bit. Mm, she's got to call him on that. 
I don't think she calls him. I think she does, but not right away. But like she, she Ooh. says, she okay. says something a little passive aggressive. I think she's like, yes, colleagues. And then doors open or the clothes <laughs> or whatever. And then we see the credits. Okay. That's very cool. Let's just keep right on rolling. We're, I think we're crafting something pretty good here. I think, yeah, I think so. All right. So in the yacht. We're in the yacht. And they're on their way. Like for so in this episode, in this TNG episode, we see the captain's yacht on the Enterprise D disembark for the first and only time. Dig it. And then they're on their way. So what are they talking about? What what kind of conversations are they having in the yacht? Are we in the yacht or are we already on the planet? What are we doing? I think we do have at least I would say one scene. We have one scene okay. where they are in the yacht, they're talking, because maybe it's gonna take a little bit of time to transport over there via the captain's yacht since it is a star system over. So I have a feeling this would be a good time to maybe set a primer for this artifact. What do they know about it? What is there to see? What is its historical and cultural significance? That sort of thing. They're talking about the culture. They're talking about the planet. They're talking about wh- yeah, why it's important. I like that. We got to bring it back to some sort of personal aspect. Does Picard bring something up about its past? Does Jay bring up something about her past? There's got to be some sort of personal connection to this event. Here's an idea I'm just going to throw at you and see if it sticks. What if there's something really interested about, let's say this is a very ancient culture, and maybe thousands upon thousands of years ago, there was something uh, maybe, oh, I want to say a little mystical, otherworldly, maybe even telekinetic, you know, type of thing, just a little bit beyond the physical realm, and... That appeals to her. And Picard is interested because, for one thing, he never heard about her interest in this before. But then, why in the world would that interest you, Jay? You're such a logical mind. I don't know. Is that interesting at all? I think that might be adding an, a layer of obfuscation unnecessarily. Okay. I don't know. What, what's your end game, though, on that? Like, what, what's. Okay. My idea, my thought behind that is maybe there is something that's going to. I know you weren't interested into the mind control, but maybe this affects them. Going to the dig site somehow affects them as humans that is unanticipated. You Okay, you keep doing that. You, you keep coming. I want these emotions to be real. I want these ah. feelings to be real. You've been hinting at this since we started about mind yes. control and, and change. No, no, like, no. I want the struggle to be real okay. with Captain Picard and his feelings towards this woman. Okay, and my whole idea was... is. They could have completely genuine emotions, but like I would say in non-real circumstances, if that makes any sense, they're not having a relationship on the Enterprise. This is, I, I almost want to say a different life in a way. Hmm. So, and we don't have to go with that idea at all, but that's sort of the kernel of the idea that I uh, initially came in with. Here's what we can do. Bear with me, because I feel like maybe I can find a solution to what you want, but also to what I want. Okay. All right. So instead of having it be a personal connection in the yacht, what they're talking about is, you know, like what they're going to find. They're like, like, I can't wait to see this exhibition. You know, like I saw little bits and pieces of it when I was a kid and it always fascinated me when I went to this museum. I can't believe I'm going to get to see a complete collection on the actual world that it's from. They're just kind of geeking out back and forth. And that's when, when it's revealed this might be a stretch, but maybe you can take this kernel of an idea and form it into something realistic within the realms of Star Trek. 
what if this planet, the reason why this stuff is so rare and not seen throughout widely throughout the Federation, is that this is a pocket of space that is neutral. This is not a part of the Federation, although it is surrounded by Federation space. So it's not like the neutral zone next to the Romulans or the Klingons or anything like that. Like it's it's just a pocket of space, kind of like the Ferengis, where it may be surrounded by Federation space, but it is separate. It is apart. It stands apart. And so yeah, I like that. Sort of like an unincorporated part of a larger city. There you go. Yeah. And so Jay brings that up, and she goes, "Well, how do you feel about leaving Federation space?" And he said, "He's like, well, you know, like it's it's no big deal. I mean, it's a we're on peaceful terms with these people, and they're letting us come in." And she's like, "Yeah, but you know that Federation law has no bearing on this world, and so you will have no station." And he goes, "He's like, so." what you're trying to tell me is, is that I'm not the captain and you're not a lieutenant. And she goes, no, we won't be. Ooh, so it's just Jean-Luc and Jay. It's just Jean-Luc and Jay. <gasps> so, the okay, I kind of see where you're going. This is the catalyst for them to try yes. a romance. Yes, it lets the audience know that it can sneak in and maybe, maybe this is the quote-unquote vacation that Captain Picard needs because it is a, not only a vacation from the ship, it is a vacation from his station. And so this is how he can rectify it in his own brain where this is no longer my subordinate while we're on this world. <laughs> so basically it's Captain Picard's hall pass. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be the title of the episode, hands down. Oh, you know it. That's, that's right when I said it. I was like, yeah, that's the title of the show. That's it. That's it. I like that. So one question. Are they going to talk about this being kind of like a one-time thing before they jump in or after? I think it's all going to be subtext. It's all going to be understated. It's all underneath the conversation. Nothing is explicit yet. Okay. Until it needs to be. That's going to lead to the question, of course, of when is it going to need to be? When they get back on the Enterprise or sooner? We're we're going to have to get there. Oh, yeah. It can't be when they get back on the Enterprise. It has to be when they're on the world. I'm just saying it it can't be during the yacht conversation. This conversation just establishes. It gives the kernel of the idea to the audience. I like it. Okay. My initial thought is maybe we save the whole conversation for when they're heading back and they realize kind of, oh, oh, yeah, this is over now. I think we can have that conversation. I think you and I are talking about two different things. Maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sometimes this happens. I don't know why. But anyway, okay. So, subtext. They're going to test the waters a little bit. Maybe they've always wanted to, but have restrained themselves because of duty, Starfleet, all of that, and rank. Yeah. This is their chance. How fast do they do this? Are they going to jump right in, or are they going to play a little? I don't think it is possible for Captain Picard to jump right in. He needs to warm up. <laughs> and I think she I think she needs to be an aggressive personality, but not abrasive, not in your face, just No. No, I know how you mean. She needs to make the moves. Yes, I think because Captain Picard, like, even if he's more receptive to it now, he'll never be the first person to make the move. And so let's say like we have the scene on the yacht and let's establish where they're staying. Okay, so they have rooms right next to each other they go to the hotel and there's a hotel by a dig site well i think it i think (laughs) this is a large exhibition they got to stay somewhere let's say there's a nearby city that has 
yeah. civilized stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not saying like there's a dig site and then there's this five star hotel. I'm just saying like this is yeah. a world. This is a functioning world that has warp capabilities and everything like that. But they also right, have ruins. Right. No, no, I just no. I just had to clarify that because the initial thought in my head was like this Hilton next to something like the Great Pyramids, where you have this massive dig site, and it just did not mesh. <laughs> So they go and they check in and they do the whole business. And he says, he's like, hey, you know, where's your room? And he says, floor 1502. And she's like, oh, I'm 1504. You know, and uh, (laughs) that's right across the hall. And then she's like, let's go get changed. And like, I'll meet you at the shuttle to take us to the dig site. And so that way we establish where, you know, where they're staying and everything like that. And so they head on over to the dig site. They're going together and they see the whole exhibition. And it's really awesome. It's really fun. And... They're just so enthralled with what they're seeing. It's kind of like when Professor Galen gave Captain Picard that really old artifact and it had all those little voices inside. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you saw him geek out. He was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, like he was just <laughs> floored with what he was seeing. That kind of sentimentality and excitement comes out again. And Jay notices it. And she calls him on it and says like, I am so happy to see you this happy. I never thought that you would be this happening. He said, he's like, he's like, this is just absolutely amazing. And I love that I'm seeing this. And, and then like, there's this pause and he's like, I'm really happy that I'm sharing this with you. She leans in for a kiss. (laughs) And right when she does that, Vosh shows up at the same exhibition. What? (laughs) Seriously? I don't know. Maybe. Oh my God. Is it Vosh and Q at this point? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I want to say Vosh is separate. Okay. Even if they are together, let's just say if we want to go down this road, maybe he can say like, okay, where's Q? And she's like, ah, we're on a little bit of a break right now or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cut to a couple years later when his cosmic clock is ticking. What do you think of that idea? Do you want to, in- want to introduce that aspect? Because we need to add some drama. We do. It doesn't have to be Vosh, but we do need to add some drama. Oh, but Vosh is the perfect brand of drama because nothing is worse than dealing with, I guess, an ex mm-hmm. when you're just kind of getting into, and I would say they're entering into a new relationship here. Yeah. And she's here to basically ruin the very good time that they're having. Here's why I don't want to make it life or death. Because you and I wrote an episode for Voyager a long time ago where it was Janeway on shore leave. Yes, we did. And she didn't like going to the beach, kind of like Picard. And so she went into the woods with some guy she she just met. And then they get lost. There's dangerous. And Chicote tries to find her. That's why I don't want to do that here. So we're skirting the line with this. Uh-huh. But if we add in... A bit of a love triangle, which I know is a trope. Instead of the life or death, like, get lost in the woods. I like the idea of making this a relationship drama instead of a will-they-perish drama. Yeah. Oh, I don't think we need to be going with life and death either. I mean, that's every other week. Right. So... Who cares if the love triangle is a trope? A lot of romantic storylines are tropes. I mean, how many ways can you possibly twist the same yeah. kinds of things? So, all right, Vosh shows up and she's, oh, Jean-Luc, I didn't think I'd see you here. And he's like, yeah, feelings mutual. What are you doing here? <laughs> I love it because Jay leans, leans in for a kiss or at least they get like super close. Maybe not an explicit kiss, but they're super close. Maybe they're leaning in. Yeah, they're leaning. 
And then that's when the camera rack focuses and Vosh says, Jean-Luc. And then... Cut to. Yeah, that cut to Vosh. And it's that soap opera stare where everybody's staring for like three beats too long. <laughs> yep, and the yep, music yep, swells. Yep, yep. Yeah, yes. everybody knows what I'm talking about. Oh, totally, totally. It's playing in your head right now. <laughs> and then we come back from commercial. Vosh is there. And like, just like you said, like, oh, I didn't think I'd see you here. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, you know, neither did I. She's like, I'm assuming that the Enterprise is nearby. Yes. And he's like, who is this? And then Jay introduces herself. She is not intimidated by this, by this person. Oh, heavens no. This is Jay we're talking about. This is Jay. She has nothing but self-esteem, but she knows exactly how this is going to go down. She is frustrated. <laughs> she's upset, but she is not intimidated or no sheep is like, oh, uh, who are who are you? It's like, yeah, I'm Lieutenant Jay. I'm with Captain Picard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kind of yeah, I really like that. I really like that. She is letting Vosh know, look, you're not going to F with me. You're not going to shake me. You're not going to push me around. Yeah, it's clear. This is what's going down right now. Yeah, she makes it very clear what's going on. Has no reservations about saying it. So, like, do we want to go in the direction where maybe she knows who Vosh is? Because we first see Vosh in Captain's Holiday, which was in season three of TNG. And the last time we saw her in TNG was in season four, at the end of season four. So this is after Jay comes on board. But the last time that we see Vosh altogether was in Deep Space Nine in season one. And so that was in early 93. And the Schisms episode that we're referencing was late 1992. So what we're talking about could conceivably be post Deep Space Nine. Or it could be in between. It could be right before the Deep Space yeah. Nine episode. So she's still on the run from Q. Like she's she's separated, mm. but she hasn't gone to Deep Space Nine yet. Part of me wants to do pre-DS9 if we want to involve Q in this. I don't. Okay. I don't really want to, because I think that could screw up some things in Deep Space Nine. Some okay. Continuity okay, stuff. fair enough. What would be kind of interesting, though, is if Jean-Luc freaks out seeing Vosh, thinking that Q is right behind her, basically. Like, did you bring Q with you here? What? Q, where are you doing here? (laughs) Q! Yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that. That that conversation needs to happen. But I think Jay knows about Vosh because... Totally. It's post-Cupid. Yeah, so she was around when Vosh left with Q. Yeah, and so maybe... This is a, uh, oh, okay. So in, in this conversation where Vosh introduces herself to Jay, she goes, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah, I remember. And then she says, yes, you you might remember who I am, but do you know like uh, who I am to Captain Picard? And she kind of looks at him and she's like, yes, I do. And then she's super surprised. Vosh is really surprised. And she looks at Picard and says, really? You told her about us, but you didn't tell anybody else. You didn't even tell Riker about us. And he just kind of has this blank face. Like, he, he's not admitting to anything. Oh, and I so like that's it. another way that the audience knows, holy crap, Picard is serious about this woman. Yeah, totally. So then does Jay step in with something like, Jean-Luc and I have a very, I don't know, a very layered, very extensive, very deep friendship. We tell each other a lot of things. I don't know. That's not eloquent, but do you kind of get what I'm saying? I think she could do it in a little bit more aggressive way without actually saying it. I think mm. what she could do is where, like, after Vosh says, like, oh, I can't believe you told her about us, but you didn't tell anybody else on your crew. And he says, why are you here? Is Q here? 
she goes, no, I'm separated from Q. She said, you're right. You know, like it was a bad idea. He was nothing but trouble. And she's like, yeah. And, and Picard goes, yeah, I figured it would happen this way. <laughs> and then Vosh starts to infer like maybe we should get together. And Jay jumps in and says, you should totally join us for dinner. Jean-Luc and I were going to have dinner tonight. Maybe you should join us. And so like it's it's her way of saying we had plans and I'm inviting you. Not the other way around. I'm going out of my way to try and help yeah. make this a little more comfortable. I like it. I like mm. it. Because she's, I mean, she's very much a diplomat. She's trying to make peace, even though this is a very delicate situation. Of course, it's got to go all wrong, probably. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. We're, we'll get there. But I like the idea of her being kind of the branch out instead of Jean-Luc. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, Jean-Luc is just kind of caught in this whirlwind where it's kind of like when, when it rains, it pours situation with, uh, with him. This might be one of those few times where we actually see Jean-Luc somewhat speechless. Yeah, he's a little flustered. He does not know how to handle the situation. Like, he can handle first contact. He can handle diplomacy and war-type situations. But for some reason, dealing with women, he just... <laughs> he doesn't have a good knack. His track record is horrible. Yeah. Yes, this is not where he excels. So we cut forward to Picard in his hotel room. Jay is not there. And he's by himself. He's getting ready for the night. And he's just like, oh, my gosh. And so maybe he gets contacted by Riker or something like that, where okay. he wants a status update on the ship. Like, they're that close enough that they can actually communicate. Okay, fair enough. And just like a little daily roundup thing. Yeah, and... um. Like, Riker is staying behind, and he's just like, hey, you know, like, hey, here's the daily status report, like, you requested, and uh, how are things going? And he said, he's like, meh. <laughs> and- <laughs> In pure Jean-Luc Picard fashion, yes. So then Riker, of course, picks up, what's wrong? Yeah, he knows, you know, R- Riker's smart enough, and he doesn't he doesn't answer again, and he's just kind of like, trouble with Lieutenant J? Is there something wrong? Do I need to send somebody else? He's like, no, please do not send anybody else. We have enough people here. <laughs> Don't make this worse, Riker. And he said, he's like, I got a surprise from an old friend. He goes, he's like, well, well, who? He said, he's like, well, Vosh is here. He's like, Vosh, does that mean Q's here? He's like, no, no, Q's not here. Well, we're kind of repeating a little bit. I think maybe we need to have a little more of a subtle conversation where uh, maybe Picard infers that an old flame is here. And this was not an expected visit. And to Riker, that's intriguing. His eyes light up and he's like, oh, really? Relationship drama, hmm? Oh, have fun with that. Yeah, you know. I like that a whole lot better. Yeah, not, yeah. It can't, <laughs> because that way we don't say Q again. Because if we say yeah, Q yeah. again, then the audience is going to go, oh, we're totally going to see Q. Right, and then like it's like that thing where if you say Biggie Smalls in the mirror three times, if you say Q three <laughs> times, he's going to show up. Yeah. Okay, so I like your idea a whole lot better. All right. And then like... uh. Like, oh, maybe Riker asks, though. He offers, like, do you want to talk about it? Maybe he can dispense some advice, and John luc is just like, no. Yeah, he's like, no, just the daily reports. Thank you very much, and he hangs up. <laughs> and then he gets a, he gets another call. He turns it on, and he's like, Riker, I told you I don't want to discuss it. And it's Lieutenant Jay, and she says, do you want to meet in the lobby in about 15 minutes? And uh, he's like, yeah, that's fine. And then a second goes by, and the door chimes. And as he's walking there, he's like, I guess she wanted to meet here first. And the door's open and it's Vosh. Okay. Vosh enters in without permission. Well, yeah, this is Vosh. What happens in this scene? What conversation do they have? Because she is curtailing Jay. Yeah. She's cheating. 
Like, she is not meeting up at dinner. She is meeting him first before dinner to try to establish precedence here. What? So what happens in this conversation? This is very good because this is very in character for Vosh. Vosh does not play by the rules. And so I think what she is there to do is settle the score with Jean-Luc. Let's rehash the romance. Yeah. Really, you you feel nothing for me. We're done. You're really going to spark something up with this J of yours. I don't know if we want to go into a whole lot more. I mean, maybe Jean-Luc is flustered because all he can really say is, but you've left with that the Q. You, you left with <laughs> that? You left with him of all people? Really? And and I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I'm stammering. No, no, no. I think that's good. I think they need to rehash. Yeah, they need to rehash. We need a recap. We need to, they, they kind of talk about the relationship a little bit. And he's like, it's like, this isn't going to work where she says, she's like, oh, is it because of Jay? And she's like, no, it's like Picard says, no, it's not because of Jay. It's because of you. You are the reason why this isn't going to work. You and I don't (laughs) work and we need to stop. And then Vosh totally pulls on the charms and says like, hey, you know, like when it works, it really does work. And it's fine. I'm not with Q. You were right. I'm telling you, you were right. And she says something to the effect of the such and such ruins are only 50 kilometers from here. Let's go right now. Let's go right now. Let's go do what you and I do best. Let's go explore. Let's go do this. And he struggles with it, and we see him struggle with it. Mm. And I don't see him struggling, but keep going. He's not struggling. He's intrigued. Like, we see it for a moment where he says, he's like, he's like, are you talking about the such and such ruins? She's like, you know I'm talking about the such and such ruins. And he pauses for a second. He says, he's like, that would be wonderful to see. I have an idea. Can I cut in with one little thing? Maybe yes. there's a little more that Vosh knows than even what Jay and Picard know, where maybe there are even more artifacts uncovered than the public generally knows. Yeah. Something that was maybe even only mythical. They weren't ever sure if they were actually going to find it. They heard about it. Stories were told about it. But then, lo and behold, it's uncovered. That is what intrigues Picard. And she says, I'll take you there right now. Yeah. But Picard has to say, I have a dinner date in 10 minutes. And I'm going to go to that. I, I Okay. We're going in the same direction. But let's do this. Okay. Keep going. She says that. It's super intriguing. Because I, I like that a lot. Like, she has to give him a reason. It's not just Vosh. It's got to be Vosh and archaeology. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she says this, and he is really intrigued, and there's a couple of beats. Picard is thinking about it. We cut to Jay sitting alone at the table at the restaurant. Uh-huh. She's by herself. You know, she's waiting. She's clearly bored. And the audience is wondering, is she being stood up? Yes. Yes. But right when we're thinking that, Picard walks past the camera and sits down by himself. Then where's Vosh? And Jay asks, she's like, you're late. I was wondering if you weren't coming. And he's like, he's like, oh, no, I, I came. I clearly came. She's like, where's Vosh? I, she's like, you made me wait so long. I figured you uh, you went off somewhere with her. And he's like, well, she offered, but I'd rather be here. <laughs> okay, that's an interesting way of putting it. <laughs> well, but what? I mean, no, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm just, that coming out of Jean-Luc's mouth is more intriguing than just the words themselves. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, this is a big turn. And so, like, it surprises Jay. She's taken back. She doesn't know what to say. She's obviously speechless. And she said, she's like, well, are you ready to to order, Captain? I like how she insinuates, would you like to order Captain? And he's going to have to come back with, no, no. No, no. Jean-Luc. We're on the such and such planet. No Captain tonight. 
Pass still in effect. And then I want to do this. Okay. I want to do it. All right. Smash cut next morning. Whoa. Oh, we just took a massive leap here. Yeah, I did it. Okay. I did it. Is that okay? Can we do it? Let's do it. All right. Fantastic. Because it's so, everything's just insinuated. Like, I don't even know if we know if Vosh slept with John Luke. Do we know if Lieutenant Darren slept with Picard? I can't remember. And like, it's, it's all kind of nebulous. Maybe. Yeah. It's left to the imagination on purpose, I think, with both of those characters. It is insinuated. And the thing is, though, is you can come to your own conclusions, whatever they are. But with this one, there is no conclusion. It is the next morning. They're in bed together. And yeah, they're under a sheet and they're they're not wearing anything. <laughs> you nope, know, that's sort nope. of the soap opera trope. Yeah, it is there. And they get up and he's making breakfast. That old adage, you know, like old fashioned. I like it. Yeah, he, he's making breakfast old fashioned. No, you know, like no, uh, no replicator or anything like that. And then his comm badge <laughs> goes off and it's Riker. He kind of, he like, he puts his finger in front of his mouth to Jay, like, don't say anything. And he says, he's like, Commander Raka, we got the daily report. I was, wasn't sure if you'd want it or not since you're coming back today. And Picard goes, wait, is today Stardate blah, 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 blah? He's like, yeah. It's like, did you honestly lose track of time? And <laughs> That's not like him. So yeah. good call. And then Picard's like, yeah, I, I guess I did. He's like, you must be having a good time. I will see you later. <laughs> you know, I'll see you later today. And then they have that conversation. Like, he hangs up and then... Picard and Jay have that conversation of, well, I guess we have to go back today. And they're kind of forlorn. They're like, I didn't really want this to end. But Jay is not weird about this whatsoever. She is aggressive. She's strong. We've established that. Picard is a little forlorn. So is she. But she kind of, she's like, you know what? I'm really glad this has happened. I hope that you aren't regretful of this. And he says, he's like, he's like, no, I, I don't regret this at all. But I'm sad because we need to have this conversation. This can't continue on the ship. This never happened when we go back to the ship. And she's like, you're right. Because here, I'm not a lieutenant. You're not a captain. But once we get back on that captain's yacht, once we leave this area of space, we got to pretend it never happened. No, 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 no. They don't have to pretend it never happened. They're just going to have to return to protocol. Okay. So I think her okay. comeback is, no, it, I mean, he might have the approach of we should just basically go as if this didn't happen. She said, no, it did happen, and I'm so glad that we did. We're better off for it. But I totally understand, on the other hand, duty, protocol, Starfleet, all of those things, all the rules, the big handbook. I understand this is not going to happen again, which is why I'm all the more grateful that it happened in the first place. She puts a positive spin on it. <laughs> so much better. So much better. I like that. Picard brings it up. He says, we got to pretend like this never happened. And Jay's like, no, bull crap. This so yeah. happened, and here's why it's awesome. Gosh, and that's what makes Jay such a good match for him. I mean, she's really calling him out on all of his BS. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. It's such a shame that it can't continue. <laughs> and then we don't go to the yacht. We don't go back to Enterprise. We oh, fade out. I'm sorry. I'm not done yet. <laughs> I just thought of more. Okay. Okay. Go for it. But go wait, there's more. I think we have to insinuate that under similar circumstances where the ranks of captain and commander do not apply. Maybe we imply that maybe sometime in the future, this could potentially happen again if the circumstances and the stars align and all of that jazz. On the ship, we're going to be friends. And if the opportunity comes up again, I'm totally down. Well, let's make it a little bit more explicit. Well, like explicit but subtle at the same time where 
he says he's like you know what you're right i'm glad that this happened and i'm glad that we're on the same page that it can't continue and she goes you're right but there's no law saying that we can't come back here someday for our next short leave right and in the meantime do we want to say if somebody else comes along pursue that romance where appropriate. Uh, I don't know if that really fits here or not, but at the same time, I don't want this to just feel like a, a recurring booty call. You know what I mean? You know what? You're right. Let's not make this a recurring booty call. Let's not say this can happen again in the future. Let's just say Lieutenant J has that final word of saying, no, we cannot pretend that this never happened. This did happen. It was great. It was special. It was loving. But because of what we're doing, it cannot continue. And so it's not going to. And then they're on the same page credits fade out that's what it is okay that way it's not a booty call that way they're not buddies (laughs) blank buddies yes they're not that this is a situation that happened where two people came together it was special it was awesome but it just can't happen again right just because of the lives that they are leading in this particular moment yeah yeah all right now overall i would say if we pitch this story to a if we pitched it to Paramount, this you know the TNG writers, they'd say there's not nearly enough conflict. Yes. This feels maybe more like a fanfic to me, but at the same time, oh, I still yeah. love this idea. I really do. You're absolutely right. We did not expound enough on the conflict. There was not enough drama. I think if this was an actual episode, there would be way more scenes and way more situations with Vosh and Picard. Mm-hmm. There would be maybe they would go to that dig site, or maybe there would be some life and death. There would be a whole lot more. But you're right. This yeah. is. There would have to be some sort of clear and present danger. We more than dipped our toes in fan fiction. We kind of, we started swimming around in the shallow end. Yeah. No, I'd say we dove into the deep end. (laughs) (laughs) And I am totally cool with that because you know how much I love fanfic. Well, there you go. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please go to thenerdputty.com for all of our other episodes as well as all of our other shows. We got so much stuff out there for you to listen to. We got Star Trek. We got Star Wars. We got General Geekdom. We got uh, a show that I host with my wife where we talk about married geek life. We got this show. We, we, we It's so much fun doing things at the Nerd Party. And you need to subscribe. You need to listen. And please, if you could, go to iTunes. Give us a review. If you give us a five-star review... We will mention you on the podcast. We're going to do that next week with all the people who have written us a review so far. And so hold on to that. But if you could, please find us on Twitter at Join Nerd Party. And also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Nerd Party. Give us a like there. We're so close to having 2,000 fans. And that would be really great to break that milestone. Now, Char, where can we find you online? You can find me on the Twitter. And my handle is OhTheProfanity. How about you? You can find me at the insane Robin all over the place. Again, thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait until next week where we can uh, maybe have another hall pass and punch it up. Ready for warp, sir. Let's punch it. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party.